Greetings and salutations, DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operations directors, and all other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Scott, and it's time for another DM quick tip. Hello, this week we're talking about how we roll characters at the table. One of the things I love the most about Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games is that every table I sit at has a set of house rules. And this speaks to the flexibility of the game, and I think we should always keep that in mind. The rules are but a framework, a skeleton if we will. The game is the meat that sits upon the bone. That being said, there is no one right way to play Dungeons and Dragons. If you're having a good time and your players enjoy it and you're enjoying it, well, then that's really all that matters. Our gaming group is no different. We have our own house rules. Some of them are related to game mechanics, and some of them are just logistical necessities. One of the things that I started doing a long time ago was assigning point pools based on the type of game I was going to be running. These point pools were strictly for the purpose of character creation. Here's why I started doing this. Now, back in the old days, we would take three dice and roll them, and those were our stats, good, bad, and oftentimes ugly. That's the character we would be playing, especially if you were at the venerable one's table. You know who I'm talking about. Sometimes these terrible characters that you roll up on the fly were the most enjoyable ones to play. Other times, they were what the game rules called in the early days, hopeless characters. Those adventurers who had absolutely no business whatsoever adventuring, they were better suited to be farming, knitting, raising kittens, perhaps, but any other profession less taxing than adventuring. Most often, these hopeless characters suck the fun out of the game because you sat there watching everybody else have a wonderful time playing their characters when you're constantly missing, can't memorize spells, or even worse, would end up dead. Enter the point pool. In this, everybody gets a pool of points. It's the same number of points. You can put these points wherever you want in whatever order you desire so you can have whatever character you wish. These points cover racial bonuses as well. That way, if you want to have a nimble dwarf, you can. Want an elf that spends a lot of time in the gym picking things up and putting things down? Oh, well, you got it. How about a clumsy halfling that could drink anyone under the table because the constitution is through the roof? Yeah, the point pool has got you covered on that too. What this does is opens up a certain degree of equality in the characters and that they are all built with the same number of points. Now, I know I'll have some detractors out there and everybody is entitled to their opinion and if you do things differently and that works for you well super just be understanding that i do things differently and this has worked for me so far i do this from first level and at that point in time as players level they can start diverging adding more points to their scores of their choice when they get their ability score increase maybe they want to take a feat instead of the ability score increase and that's fine too this is when they really start diverging and becoming unique from one another. I can send players home with a number of points and tell them to create their characters. They can return at a session zero and hand me a copy of their character. I know there's no cheating because everybody has the same number of points. This saves me a tremendous amount of time because I don't have to watch everybody roll their characters at the table. And nothing can be more boring than watching other people roll characters. 
I simply have not the time to do this, and this is something that could be handled by the players without my interference. They are told what kind of characters they can have in the campaign and what the pool of points is. Simple. I can adjust these point pools based on what type of campaign I'm running. Every year when we go away, we run something big. This is a save-the-world type of big. There is a bigger point pool when we're running our week-long game because this is an epic level of hero that is going to be needed to save the world. We throw a lot of tough monsters their way. They are often outnumbered by multiple opponents, and it's so fast-paced that they don't really have an opportunity to get many long rests. So how do I figure this out? Well, at our weekly game, when I run, I see this as a standard D&D game. This is a more traditional game where there's not necessarily world-saving stuff. We have a whole year to develop characters, so what I like to do is use the standard array, and that's in the player's handbook. But for those of you who don't carry around your player's handbook everywhere you go, the standard array is 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. It's fairly easy. I convert this to a point pool, which works out to be 72 points. I then add four points to cover racial bonuses, and the players have 76 points to work with. No starting score can be higher than an 18. When we go away and we're saving the world, we bump those 76 points up to 82. For these games, you can have one ability score above 18. Now imagine upon hearing this. There's got to be heads out there exploding out in the ether. It's okay. Really, it's okay. It's just a game. And yes, these characters do seem overpowered because, well, they really are. And that is by design. They are all equally overpowered, but this week-long game is fast-paced, challenging, and there is a lot that is covered in those five and a half days. So it's going to be okay. Right after all, you don't send Daredevil to save the world. You send Thor. However your DM decides to run your character creation, please always keep in mind that it is the enjoyment of the game that is most important. The enjoyment of the game is most important. Now there are many ways in which you can create characters, and this is just one. See you next time in the dojo.